You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike Shope and the Bulldog. I, I don't think that's a very good attitude. It's Mike Shope. You don't think? You don't You don't think? I don't think you should be butting in when I'm talking to my team. You're my assistant, okay? You're supposed to back me up and go get me juice boxes when I tell you. Now go get me a juice box. You know who you're talking to? It's the Bulldog. I'm talking to the juice box guy. You're crazy. Well, I'm not crazy. I'm just thirsty. Why well, are you go to hell? No, you go to hell. Why are you there? Why are you grabbing a juice box? I'm no juice box boy, I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. No, I'm not. Yes, you it's are. Mike I'm not. Yes, you and are. the Bulldog. No, not WGR Sports Radio 550. You hate to see people bicker like that. Just a couple of quick uh, searches here before we bring on Dan Leberfeld, the Sabres trade. Josh Bloom for Riley Stillman. Okay, forgive me. I hope you will if I have to look these up. Riley Stillman, 24, almost 25, uh, plays for Vancouver. This is probably somebody who will be around the Sabres or, I don't know, could be a fringe player, but he's a pro. He's been in the league playing for the Canucks 32 games this year, five assists. Josh Bloom, doing a quick search there. 20-year career in drug discovery research, during which time he participated in a number of research in a number of therapeutic areas, including diabetes and obesity. Different Josh Bloom, different Josh Bloom. Oh, okay, this Josh Bloom, third-round pick for the Sabres in 2021. No chance it's the same guy. He couldn't have a 20-year drug research career if he's not 20 years old. That, that, that tends would be a to fun be, story, though. That, that tends to be the case. You can't believe everything. So the Sabres make a move, a prospect, five years younger uh, for a defenseman that presumably is going to help them, they think, in the present. Now for a quick analysis of the trade, here is Dan Leberfeld from Jets Confidential and Jets Whispers. Dan, how do you think the Sabres did here? I think that uh, when you look at those Google searches for players or coaches or GMs, it it leads to a lot of funny stuff like you just found out with Josh (laughs) Bloom, the researcher, because the Jets GM Joe Douglas, every time I Google him, there's a British playwright, Joe Douglas. And then... The Jets had a defensive end who was very good, John Abraham. And when I would Google him, this Bollywood actor, a superstar <laughs> in India, would come up named John Abraham. So you could, you could do a whole show of those yes. uh, Google searches leading you to guys with the same name with interesting vocations, not in sports. What are what it's like to be the Jaguars' Josh Allen, you know? Like... Always being referred to as the other Josh Allen, you know, maybe you would have a good sense of humor about that. Maybe you would resent it. 
I don't know. Um, it's a common enough name, but he's a good player too, Dan. It's not like he's not, but obviously the other, our Josh Allen is on the superstar level. Yeah, and this guy was a high first-round pick also. Right. Uh, defensive end out of Kentucky from uh, my neck of the woods, Montclair, New Jersey. So I think in Montclair, they don't make the mistake of which Josh <laughs> Allen it is. And in Lexington, Kentucky, and in Jacksonville, but every other place you have to uh, offer a uh, you know a caveat, no, not the quarterback. Dan, are you headed to the Combine? No. Uh, you know, I used to go a lot. The last few years I have not gone, you know, the COVID. But also I just wasn't getting as much out of it as I used to with all these players and their agents playing games with, oh, he's not going to run, but he's going to lift. And then you get a guy who who loses 20 pounds for the combine at a certain like a uh, outside linebacker. He runs four four, and then for his pro day, he bulks up to show that he's not undersized to play outside linebacker. And then he lifts more weight because he's bigger. So I, I look, I, the combine is fun, but I just felt like he, I just wasn't getting as much out of it as I used to. Well, the Jets are an interesting team right now. Are you excited for them? I know, you know, your reporter covers the team. I don't want to put it necessarily in like fan context, but I think it'd be I mean, certainly an interesting time for them to see what they do at quarterback because Dan, I mean, if ever there were a team where that could make all the difference, the Jets seem like it with all their talent around, you know, around the roster. I do agree for the most part with what you said, I don't think cause there's this narrative out there that if they get a quarterback, they've got a really good team. So the quarterback could push them over the top. Well, a quarterback could push any team over the top in a quarterback driven league. However, I think there's more holes on this Jets team than people realize. Okay. I didn't think their run defense was very good down the stretch when they had the six game losing streak. I think they have a similar problem to the Buffalo bills where they go with, smaller, lighter defensive linemen, and if they don't beat the offensive linemen into gaps, they all often get engulfed by huge offensive linemen around the size. You know, Ed Oliver has that problem, but so does Quentin Williams, Quentin Williams, believe it or not. So that's an area of need. They weren't great at covering tight ends last year. And, you know, when you lose six games in a row in a watered-down NFL last season, you got to step up your X's and O's a little bit, too. It's not all the talent. So I do think they're a lot better than they were a couple of years ago, Mike, but I don't think they're one player away. All right. That's good to know. I mean, not in terms of the Bills, but I, I have been guilty of thinking like that they're kind of all set, so I appreciate hearing that. So what do you think they want to have happen here, Dan? Is it Derek Carr, or is there another scenario, Aaron Rodgers or someone else, that you think the Jets feel – is best case well before i answer that i want to throw it back to you because you're one of the the true deep thinkers in sports talk oh, thank you and a guy with interest beyond you know sports you love sports but you know a lot about a lot of things people are quick to make fun of aaron Rodgers for that darkness retreat mm-hmm. what is your take on it i mean mostly i think to each his own in terms of being a teammate and, and, and an athlete I would want to, I'd want my guy to be a little bit maybe more available than my perception of Rodgers is. You know, I, he has a lot of power. He's he's making his money. It's guaranteed. I mean, he's Aaron Rodgers. 
So he's got a lot of power, but he he's not afraid to flex it. And from a team standpoint, be it Green Bay or somewhere else, you know, I might want a guy who's a little bit more of a, you know, again, a team player. You know, after that, though, people, <laughs> it's his right. It's different. And I can appreciate different. So I wouldn't want to, like, make fun of him so much for yeah, I mean, at least I this. Yeah, I mean, I look at it this way. If people are, people resort to a lot of things. You know, these are tough times and people try different holistic remedies for whatever is ailing them or bothering them. So there's a lot of this stuff out there. And if it helps people, God bless the people who get the help and the people that are providing the help. So I'm not going to judge him on that. I just don't know why he needed that to make this decision. This decision should be pretty cut and dried in his head, whether he wants to stay there or not. I, I'm of the opinion that he might have considered retirement, but how many human beings? It would, it would be an amazing gesture and to give up $59 million guaranteed this year. But with Tom Brady, the decision was pretty easy, aside from being 45 and beat up and all the other stuff going on there. He wasn't under contract. I just don't know if, if any – there's probably some people out there, but they're in the, in the very, very uh, minuscule – of minority, if, if that's not a uh, if that's a proper use of language, you're good. Yeah, that would give up. He's got guaranteed fifty nine million this year, so I don't see him walking away. Uh, as far as what the Jets do, I think they'll try to get him from Green Bay. The Derek Carr ha- thing has me baffled because Derek Carr wants thirty five million a year. How many players would you think in in the NFL? would have the bargaining position after nine years in the league at the quarterback position with a 63-79 and 79 lifetime record to go out there and never winning a division title and demanding $35 million. <laughs> well, we'll see where it ends up. One thing I like for Carr's chances, Dan, is there should be suitors. And I think we've seen that there are. I think the Jets, the Panthers, New Orleans – and maybe a couple others that we're not talking about a lot. Like, if you've got demand, this happened, you know, I mean, there's plenty of guys in all sports that their timing is really good. And at 31 versus a 39-year-old Rodgers, and after these two, it gets pretty dicey, I think Carr's in a great position. Bulldog, who's not here today, has kind of disagreed a little bit, only in terms of like thinking what what kind of length there might be to Carr's contract. Because I, I feel like one of these teams is likely to really commit to him, which could put him in that dollar range. I just don't understand it. I mean, I understand the desperation. And this is kind of the silly season in the NFL with, with media analysts and also, obviously, people who run teams totally overrating quarterback prospects in the draft and quarterbacks in free agency. I mean, if you saw Will Levis play last year for Kentucky or you saw Anthony Richardson play for Florida, you would say, and you watched every game they played, you'd say, first round? But that's what happens this time of year. And with Derek Carr, I mean, think about it this way. Andy Dalton last year for the New Orleans Saints made $3 million and had a 6-8 and eight record. <laughs> Derek Carr before last year, signed a three-year, $120 million contract. He went 6-9. and nine. And I'm not saying the Jets should go after Andy Dalton, but 
Mike, what's the difference between Andy Dalton and Derek Carr? And, and Andy Dalton made $3 million last year and had a slightly better record than Derek Carr. I think Carr is definitely better, but is he good enough? The, the, the right question for me is, well, the, the first part of it anyway, Dan, is what can I expect to win? Like, what, what's my ceiling? If he's my quarterback, if anybody, if anybody I'm thinking about here is my quarterback, what's my ceiling? Now that's a that's a tough question. You and I have been living in Tom Brady's shadow here for all these years. Now the Bills have Allen, and it's different. But like, what are they supposed to do? <laughs> you draft draft one every year, draft one in every round. You know, keep spinning the wheel until you get to somebody, which eventually happened. Like I, I think that's the way to look at it. But then it's well, okay, this is Derek Carr gives me this perceived upside than what does Rodgers versus my chances of getting him or what does Jacoby Brissett or Tannehill or anybody else I don't know if there's anybody else I mean you got to do something here right the coach the GM the surrounding cast as bad as it was last year there's got to be some move here well desperation isn't a good bargaining position and we're talking about a player who's played in one playoff game and you're talking about a 31 year old player as you mentioned Bill Parcells had so many great quotes, and two of them were, a player shows you who he is. You know, Just pay attention, and you are what your record says it is. So why would we believe that Derek Carr, after nine years in the league of showing us who he is, is all of a sudden going to lead the Jets or some other team to the promised land? I, I just think we need to take a step back, take a deep breath, and really look at this player. And to me, when Andy, go back to Andy Dalton, Andy Dalton a couple of years ago signed a one-year, $10 million contract with the Chicago Bears. He ended up getting replaced by Justin Fields, who they picked after Andy Dalton signed that contract. But mm-hmm. once again, Derek Carr, wouldn't one-year, $10 million make sense in a world uh, that's uh, not located in Never well, Neverland? Well, to play this out with you a little more, it depends who I'm playing for. Like, if I, if I get a, I don't know... Um, they're kind of all the same, I guess. Maybe the Jets have a little bit more upside with their great receivers, but Carolina or somebody. Carolina offers him, potentially, Dan, a, a better chance of winning. Not because it's a better team, but Mike, the division. Mike, just to jump in here, we had a David Newton who covers the Panthers for ESPN and has been in that market a really long time. I think he covered Frank Reich when he was a quarterback with yep. the Panthers. Uh and, and Dave, we had Vic Perucci and I had David Newton on Sirius XM NFL Radio Saturday. He doesn't think the Panthers are going to go after him. And they think it's because of the price. He thinks it's because of the price tag. I think there are teams that are going to say, you know what? We wouldn't mind bringing Derek Carr in, but for $10, 15000000 I'm not trying to be super negative on Carr. I just don't understand the money we're talking well, about here based it, on the resume. It can change. You know, he, he's putting himself out there maybe with a dollar amount. He thinks he's got demand for his services. And if he's wrong, if everybody calls his bluff, he's going to play for somebody. Um, yeah, I mean, he'll end up coming in for less. So that could be, that could be right. What, you, you're the Jets and say you don't, you're not interested in Carr, whether it's his price or just overall. And Rodgers is not available to you for whatever reasons. What's next? Well, I would go with Mike White. Okay. Nobody wants to hear that, but I saw this guy the last two years, and, you know, remember when he was benched in 2021 because he he had a bad game 
It was his first bad game against Buffalo, which had the number one defense. These teams have agendas. They have anointed players. The, the backups, when they get their chance, they need to be a combination of Joe Montana and Johnny Unitas in every game out, or the team's going to say, you know what? Oh, look, that's why he's a backup. I'll give you a perfect example. Cooper Rush with the Dallas Cowboys. They go on that big winning streak when Dak Prescott was injured, and then Dak's getting close to returning, and Cooper Rush loses to the Eagles. And then you hear people say, well, there you go. That's why he's a backup. He lost to the Eagles, <laughs> the team that went to the Super Bowl for the NFC. I think there's a lot of self-fulfilling prophecies with players. The anointed players picked in the high rounds are viewed differently than, than the late round players. And the long shots are often not given much rope. And I think Mike White, if the Jets let him walk, I think they'll rue the day they do that, and he'll play very well for another team. I'm not saying he's Tom Brady. But I'm telling you, he's a guy who can read defenses. He's a guy that could go through his progressions. He's accurate. He's a leader. I'm, I would go for Aaron Rodgers, don't get me wrong. But if they don't get Aaron Rodgers, I'd go with Mike White. Dan, last thing. What's the most interesting question you have about the Jets right now that doesn't involve quarterback? Well, I think Nathaniel Hackett is a big question. Yes, yes. Uh, as far as the job he will do. You know, we've seen a lot of guys like this who – weren't good head coaches, but they're good assistant coaches or good coordinators. So maybe Nathaniel is that kind of guy. You got to see him do his thing as a coordinator in Buffalo, so you might have an opinion there. But I don't believe they had an answer at quarterback at that particular time. So how Nathaniel Hackett does as offensive coordinator, and also you know how Robert Sala does in his third year uh, as the head coach. You know he's a, you know people say he's on the hot seat. I don't know about that. Woody Johnson's not the firing type. He tends to give people a lot of time. So I don't know that. People assume that, oh, he's entering the third year. He better win this year or he's going to be fired. I don't know that. But I do think that after missing the playoffs 12 years in a row, the Jets kind of need to make the playoffs one of these years, don't you think? It would be good. Do you think Lamar Jackson gets traded? Well, here's how I look at that. I think Lamar Jackson is wrong, to be honest with you. I think that the Sean Watson contract is reckless and it's profligate, uh, and no other team should have to copy it. So I think what might happen, and that's what he wants, he wants the five years, $230 million, fully guaranteed. And what I always say on the radio is, you know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't have that. Josh Allen doesn't have that. So why does Lamar Jackson need it? Because Cleveland did something really stupid. So to me, what's going to happen here is, when you see what Joe Burrow gets and you see what Justin Herbert gets, if they go back to the old template of, you know, let's say five years, $250 million with $160 million guaranteed, if those two guys go back to that format, maybe Lamar Jackson says, you know what, maybe I'll do that. But if those guys press for the Watson contract and they want fully guaranteed, I think Lamar Jackson could be traded. The Ravens are a very generous organization. Steve Bishotti is a great owner. They don't look to rip off players. I think Lamar Jackson's a heck of a player, but he's being irrational here, and he's looking too much at that Watson contract, which is a train wreck contract. Dan, thank you. You in your car? Where are you going? If, if that's not too personal. Uh, no, I'm just uh, running some errands, uh, driving on the highway right now, just bopping Exciting. between different places. May you not have the... By the way, what did you... 
I wanted to ask you, because yes. I love to get your feedback, what did you think of that Diana Rossini story where she said the Jets told Derek Carr that he could be a first ballot Hall of Famer if he goes to the Jets <laughs> and that he could uh, uh, lead the Jets to the Super Bowl? I mean, I, it's just they're just playing, right? I mean, they're trying to they're trying to impress each other, woo each other, different things. It's negotiating. It's just uh, as Joe Namath would say, it's show business, Dan. Yeah, but would Sean McDermott ever say such a thing to a player that he had in for a visit? I think maybe, probably not. I guess, but maybe I think McDermott and the Bills are very good at keeping things internal. And maybe not. Yeah, and maybe they, other teams are not. I think this came from the agent, not the team. But uh, if you say that kind of thing, you got to. And he's represented by a boutique agency that doesn't have a lot of players, so the the, the agent mm-hmm. is a little chatty and gives a lot of information to a lot of people. So that's something to keep in mind. I look forward to talking again once he signs, wherever he signs. Okay, always a pleasure, Mike. And I hope he's bulldog on tour now. He's out of the country. Oh, okay. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, it's good. Okay. He, cho- he chose to be. He didn't get deported. Oh, it, was, it was of his own volition. Yes, it was of his own volition. That's right. He's not on okay. assignment, but he's out of the country okay. on his own volition. Yes. He'll he'll okay. he'll be sad to have missed you. Well, I always love visiting with you guys. Thank you, Dan. Talk soon. Dan Leberfeld at Jets Whispers. We'll see what happens on Carr. He's he's got uh, the money right there, top of mind. I don't know, like. We'll see what he gets, and then we'll uh, we'll talk about it then. Talked to Sal Capaccio earlier today. The Combine is this week. What is there to know? Brandon Bean speaks tomorrow. We'll start with that after this. Mike Shope here. Bulldog is off this week. This is WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.